0: Hello, I'm Sherilyn, your podcast host for Adventures of a Music Educator. In this episode, I just want to share about some stuff that I've been doing. You may have heard about it a couple of episodes ago. And there are also new updates that I didn't mention as well. As mentioned a few episodes ago, I was experimenting a lot with YouTube algorithm. I was learning how to use SEO tools and things like that. In that whole process, I also felt like, hey, I should also try a new style of hosting this podcast. And I'm, I was on holiday and I'm still on holiday, on school holiday for that matter. So I want to interview some good friends of mine and some of them have been going through some major changes. And there are some people that I know of whom I'm really curious about whom I'm really interested to know more about, and yeah, I would like to invite them onto my podcast and, you know, just talk about anything, Uh, and of course it is related to music education, this is something which is close to my heart. Yeah, so you, you probably would have realized this in the last two episodes, I interviewed two people One is Woon Fong and one is Amanda. And both spoke about very different things. But I think there is some commonalities uh, where music education is concerned. But I'm not gonna go into that. Uh, You can go and listen to the last two episodes. It's really long. I didn't expect my last two episodes to go up to nearly an hour each. Uh, Amanda's episode was the longest because there was just simply too many things to say. And I think there's a whole lot more uh, if I do ever get the chance to speak to her more. So yeah, if you are interested to know more about music teaching business in Malaysia, check out episode 22 where I spoke to Amanda Ong. She is uh, an owner of a music center here in Malaysia. And if you are interested about music research, and you want to gain some insights about how is it like to do it. During the pandemic, head on to episode 21 where I spoke to Woon Fong. He is my batchmate for my master's degree. He and I have a lot to share about uh, where research is concerned and also about virtual teaching and learning. So there's a bit of everything for everyone <laughs> in the last two episodes. So please do listen to it. I think the conversation is interesting. So I'm still figuring out the format of my interviews, whether I should keep them as it is or should I break them up into two different parts so that you, my listeners, can enjoy it better in some sense. I'm not sure if you will listen to a podcast that is an hour because I don't listen to podcasts that is an hour long unless that topic is really a topic that I like. And, you know, aside from experimenting the podcast format, I also experimented a change in my intro. And you would notice that in the last two episodes, I'm kind of tired of using the same intro for almost 20 episodes. Probably you, my listener, am tired of that too. (laughs) So, yeah. I think that I should view things from my listener's point of view and try to change things up whenever necessary. And during that process of experimenting with the podcast, I have, of course, explored video podcasting with my last two guests. And I think it's fun because I get to see my friends again, get to meet new people through the screen, of course, as we are still in lockdown. And I think it's nice to see the people that you are talking to, and probably also nice to see the people that you are listening to. Generally, human beings are visual so i think having a guest on the podcast uh is nice but it will be extra nice if my audience and also my guests would be able to look back at the videos and you know reflect on the moments as i mentioned before in that youtube algorithm episode i have learned that podcasting alone is kind of boring and I learned that having a video podcast without anything visual is pointless. So that is why I make a point to have interviews with people so that I can you know, present something on video and so that my audience can see, even on YouTube if they wish to. I think um, visual, visual things are appealing. And it's more appealing if you can see more than one object moving around and talking <laughs> rather than just watching me talk. So in cases like this episode, I decided that you don't need to see my face because <laughs> uh, I'm not I'm not dressed up for this episode, that's for sure. I just want to uh, g- give some updates about what I'm you know, doing, what I'm learning. So aside from all that mentioned, I'm also considering who I should interview next. I do have some people in mind they may or may not be music education related but i think these kind of people they have something to provide something to offer and it will definitely give more insights into the areas of music education that i'm curious about and and hopefully you my audience can also appreciate the new knowledge that you can get from uh, this conversations that I have with my guests, my friends. So now putting aside the podcast stuff, um, I just want to talk a little bit about my editing video progress. So as I have, you know, edited more and more videos lately, especially in the last two episodes, I have come to learn how to make, you know, better transitions, better video and audio transitions. I think they have improved a lot, especially in that episode with Amanda and from you know these huge videos they're, they're very long so i try to make sound bites so that i can promote these shows and uh, as mentioned before i'm using cap Bu wing to do subtitles to show progress bar and it just occurred to me like you know why can't i just have the progress bar in my kitten life already so I just went and looked it up today on YouTube just to see how I can create a progress bar from scratch because there is no, you know, effect listed in the in the effects list that mentioned that I can do a progress bar. It's not like, oh, just add an element progress bar. (laughs) So easy, you know. But I I think it would be nice to learn how I can change things up on my own in Caden Live. So I found this one video, it's in Malay language and thank god I'm Malaysian, I know a little bit of Malay. I I believe the video was made by an Indonesian because his Malay uh, accent is very different from Malaysian one and there are some words that I don't recognise but I could understand maybe 40% of it. But it's good that the video has a demonstration of how to create a progress bar and wow, I was mind blown because I learned something new again. Okay, there's this thing, this feature on uh, video editing that I keep seeing. And I never bothered finding out what it is. It's called keyframe. I seriously have no idea what it is until today when I have to uh, create this progress bar. And then I just learned just now that, you know, keyframe is something that you use when you want to animate an object in a video, so I realized how important it is to know keyframe, and woohoo, another new thing that I learned. So that's very interesting, and probably I I would use it more often in future, uh, because I'm not so much into animation, but just to create a progress bar, yes, that is some form of animation that I have to dabble in. And the other part of video editing that is really a pain, is adding subtitles. Now I would love to add subtitles to my one hour long videos but it's just impossible to do it on my own. And I don't have the means and resources to do that because I'm a one woman show in this podcast and and everything that I do for my brand. I'm still a one-woman show. I'm not a full-time podcaster. I'm not a full-time YouTuber. You know, I'm not a full-time Instagrammer, but I try my best to churn out content. And of course, in that process, I learned to schedule my content. And I'm starting to see some fruits of it because I don't have to worry and it's automated. But there are some things like, you know, video editing that you can't really automate and especially where subtitles are concerned. Yes, if you can find the right tools, the right software to do it, you can auto-generate, but it will involve some cost. And the biggest cost I realize is time. A lot of time goes into creating subtitles because Auto generation tools can, you know, there's only so much that you, that an automated subtitle generator can do. And I think it works best when the English is spoken very clearly, like how I am now. (laughs) Because when I talk to people, you, you know, you tend to talk very fast. And then there's also the mix of local dialects, the mix of local intonations that the machine or the software just can't pick up. Yeah. So I have to edit the subtitles in my sound bites. And hence why my sound bites are very short because I don't have an hour's time to edit subtitles for a five minute video. It's seriously too much effort. Although I know that it is important to have subtitles, it will attract more people but I seriously think it's just buying up too much of my time and I don't have a team of people that I can work with to do this as mentioned. In conclusion, creating subtitles is very very time consuming. Yes, that's all I have to say. Maybe I can find some uh, turnaround for this instead of subtitles. I can just create sections with the subtitles or with the you know subsection stamped onto the video. You know that could help, I guess. Amongst all other things that I have learned is also that rendering videos can be a really painful process as well, especially if you are working on an hour's worth of video. And if something goes wrong, you have to render your video again for at least another hour to one and a half hours. Like Amanda's video took one and a half hours and by the time I was done editing, it was close to midnight. I just left my laptop on, you know, video rendering the video and I have this USB fan that I have positioned under my laptop so that my laptop doesn't burn up i'm not sure how much of that works but my cpu was like running on 100% so yep it was definitely heating up bless my laptop for doing this heavy work i work with what i can and so does anyone else who do solo work that's all for this episode it's just me rambling about my technical behind the scenes work for my social media content my video content and uh, hopefully you you the listener understand that pain or if even if you don't yeah hopefully you will till next time bye